Many people claim to have experienced ghostly encounters, sightings, or unexplained paranormal activities in their homes. Although these stories may sound like tall tales, some people believe their houses are haunted. What about you? Have you ever lived in a haunted house? Have you ever heard unexplained noises, saw flickering lights, or smelt a strange odor? Some people believe that ghosts are the spirits of the departed who cannot find their way to the afterlife. Others believe that negative energy, trauma, or residential energy can create a haunting. Whatever the cause, it's important to understand the paranormal and the impact it can have on our well-being, ghosts, and spirits may be hard for some to believe, but it doesn't take away from the fear or the trauma that it can cause to those who do believe. Whether it's an old house, a cemetery, or other haunted locations, it's important to respect the supernatural world. While some may choose to disbelieve or brush it off, the experiences of others, of other individuals and their encounters with the paranormal cannot be easily dismissed. At the end of the day, it is up to you. It is up to each person to decide whether they believe or not. My house is haunted, and I cannot deny it anymore. I have always had a feeling that something was off about this place, but I never thought it would escalate to this level. My house is haunted. I'm not sure when it started, but strange things began happening soon after my family and I moved in. At first, it was just small things, like objects moving on their own, doors creaking open and closed without anyone touching them, and strange noises in the middle of the night. I tried to ignore it, chalking it up to old pipes and creaky floorboards, but it only got worse. Objects would often stray from their designated area, and I found myself stumbling upon items that I had confidently stowed away, now resting on the kitchen counter. I attributed these occurrences to my dear wife and kids. It became a natural reflex. However, a particular Friday presented itself with a rare opportunity. My wife and kids had planned a week getaway to the grandparents' house, but I chose to remain in the comfort of our humble little home. For the next week, it would just be me and my furry companion, Bandit, rulers of our domain. That night, as the clock struck two, my eyes opened with a sudden jolt. A thirst overtook me, a craving for the cool, refreshing taste of water. Without a second thought, I adorned 
my nightmare and headed toward the sacred land of coronary delight. As I ventured into the room, an icy chill enveloped me. The air hung heavy with the scent of neglect, as if the space had been sealed off from the world for an eternity. But it wasn't until I flicked on the light that the true depth of the abandonment was exposed. This once vibrant kitchen now lay in barren form, a ghostly shell of its former self. The sink was overflowing with a mountain of dirty dishes. Their surfaces caked with the residents of meals past. A box of cereal, now a dish for mold, kept company with an empty milk bottle. I found a handwritten note. It was perched atop the counter like a curious bird waiting to take flight. A voice in my head scolded me for my late night indulgence as if I were a child caught with my hand in the cookie jar. But I looked around. Something felt off. The world around me shimmered like a mirage. The colors bright, the shapes too sharp. I blinked, and suddenly the kitchen had returned to its mundane state. But still, I couldn't shake the feeling that something strange was afoot. My nerves tingled with electricity, and I knew that sleep would endure me for the remainder of the night. With a sigh. I made my way to the living room, seeking silence in the comforting embrace of my couch. As I lounged upon the plush cushions of my living room sofa, pursuing the endless fees of social media, my beloved bandit nestled up against my side. Suddenly, a deafening blast erupted from the kitchen, jolting me from my relaxed state. I blew it off as time passed. I was listening to a television show. Suddenly, a loud bang echoed from the kitchen, jolting me out of my trance once again. I ventured forth to investigate the source of this noise. It was only upon reaching the scene that the true nature of the sounds dawned on me in a shocking revelation. With a sudden burst of energy, the back door and the screen door burst open, creating the noise that I had heard. It sent chills down my spine. Acting quickly, I slammed the door shut and locked it. My heart pounding with fear as I stood there, my mind racing with worry. I couldn't help but think of the worst-case scenario. Was someone trying to break in? Had we left the door unlocked by accident? Thoughts of danger and disaster swirled in my head, threatening to overpower me. But then a sudden sense of calm descended upon me. I realized that panicking and calling my wife would only make things worse. Instead, I took a deep breath and decided to trust that everything would be alright. Returning to the living room, I started watching the show that I had turned on earlier. I tried to focus on the plot. Just as I was starting to relax, I heard another loud bang coming from the kitchen. My heart raced once more. I tiptoed toward the kitchen. My heart was pounding like a jackhammer. With a glint of determination in my eye, I reached for the trusty golf club. It was nicely in my golf bag. A nine iron, the typical club. With each step, I felt the weight of the club. 
It was like an extension of my arm. As I reached the kitchen, I saw the fridge door. It was ajar and beckoning me towards it. Slowly, I lowered the club. With a gentle click, I shut the door. My body was tense with anticipation, but I pressed my back against the cool metal, allowing myself a moment to catch my breath, to gather my thoughts. I was suddenly interrupted by the sound of a rolling object. I glanced down to see Bandit's toy ball rolling across the floor. It struck me in the foot with an unexpected thud, and I leaned down to retrieve it. But my gaze was drawn to a partially ajar bathroom door. Despite the dimness of the room, I could make out a silhouette of a human figure. It was unmistakable. A shiver ran down my spine as I wondered who or what could be looking in the shadows. The sight before me was one of eerie, almost as if a mirror image of myself. The entity was kneeled down, motionless. I remained transfixed, unable to even twitch a muscle, until a spark of intense jolt sparked through my body. It was now fight or flight time. In a blurred motion, I sprinted towards the front door. Bandit, chasing behind me as though we were playing a game of chase. My heart pounded fiercely, filling my ears with a thunderous beat while my breath came quick. Gaps, symptoms of fear came over me. I plummeted onto the lush blaze of grass. My chest heaved with adrenaline. I struggled to steady my irregular heartbeat, but my mind was frustrated on the silhouette that I had just materialized before me. It couldn't have been a mere figment of my imagination. I was certain that I had glimpsed the distant form of a human being. I decided I needed to investigate. As I approached my humble home, a sense of unease crept up my spine. The back door was ajar. My heart fluttered with the possibilities of an intruder, but my rational mind dismissed it as improbable. Our neighborhood was one of the safest, with the crime looking in the shadows like a timid mouse. That's why we chose it. Yet as time tickled by, the nagging feeling of uncertainty refused to disappear. I scowled every nook and cranny with Bandit by my side, searching for any signs of a break-in. But to no avail, the house remained unscattered, as if untouched by anyone. The next day, I couldn't bear the weight of my secret any longer. I reached out to my beloved life and recounted the strange occurrences that had befallen our home. The words crumbled out of my mouth, leaving me feeling both relieved and perplexed. What had caused the door to be ajar? The mystery remained unsolved. The next night, as the clock struck two in the morning, my eyes again opened wide, and I was filled with an eerie sense of alertness. I stumbled through the darkness of the halls of my house until I reached the kitchen, only to be greeted with a pungent odor that sent shivers down my spine. It was akin to the stench of decayed flesh. I called out for bandits. However, he was nowhere to be found. He never responded. That was very odd for him. 
but then, suddenly, a low growling sound interrupted my thought. It was coming from outside, and it wasn't like anything I have ever heard before. It was a sound that could only be made by a creature that was far from human, and by no means was it bandit. I know bandit. And then I heard it. The scraping of sharp claws against the glass of my window. It was as if something was trying to claw its way into my home. With a sudden surge of adrenaline, I lunged toward the countertop, snatching up one of the knives and sprinting towards the front door. The curtains rustled, but there was no sign of an intruder trying to come in. My heart pounding in my chest, I approached the door with caution, slowly easing it open to minimize any creaking sounds, and then I saw it. A creature that defied all logic and reason, more formal than human. It growls was like an earthquake, threatening to bring the entire house down around me. As the ticking of the clock persisted, my ears suddenly caught the sound of faint footsteps approaching from the realm of the kitchen. The sound grew louder and more distinct, signaling the intimate arrival of an unknown entity. In no time, the figure emerged before my eyes, draped in a pristine white cloak, reminiscent of what I was wearing. Unlike mine, however, his cape bore no hint of greatness. His arms hung lifeless at his side, as though disconnected from his body. Despite his seamlessly motion stance, I could detect the rise and fall of his chest. His eyes darted toward the gaping entrance where the creature was lurking. He broke the silence. What's happening? My voice caught in my throat, stifling any response. I remained fixated on him. Why hasn't it met its demise yet? He pressed on. As I knelt there, invisible to his gaze, he strode right past me, as if I was just a mere apparition. My eyes traced his path as he exited the door, only to re-enter and ascend up the stairs moments later. The moment was short-lived as a deafening thud pierced the air, followed by a Roman's agonizing cry. My heart raced with anticipation as I wondered what had just happened. With the swiftness of a startled deer, I propelled myself upright and dashed toward the great outdoors. Yet, as my feet landed on the grass, the blood curling cry had ceased. I re-entered the home and began to ascend the staircase toward the bedroom. However, what awaited was a nightmare plucked straight from the abyss of hell. Amidst the room's eerie silence, the man was crouched down beside the lifeless body of a woman. His hands were stained with crimson blood, and a sharp-edged knife lay motionless on the floor beside him. The entity that had caused such chaos earlier had vanished into thin air. Astonishing, there was no evidence of any disturbance to the surroundings. Everything in my bedroom was rightfully placed. However, the sight of the blood-stained weapon next to the pair was the only clue that shattered the illusion of a perfect crime scene. As I tiptoed closer to the pair, my heart raced with familiar questions. Yet, not a single answer was forthcoming. Hey, I ventured, my voice barely above a whisper. 
the intruder remained silent, as though he were deaf to my inquiries. Can you hear me? I asked, more forcefully this time, but still no response. What in blazes hell is going on here? I demanded, my anxiety spiraling out of control. At last he spoke, but his words were not meant for me. It was as though I was invisible, his mere specter to be ignored. He started to mumble to himself, his lips began to twitch, and his thoughts swirled in frenzy. What was the reasoning behind our brazen intrusion into this dwelling years ago? He muttered under his breath. What is this guy talking about, I'm thinking? And what compelled us to stumble upon the book of incarnations? His mind raced with the possibilities, as if the answers he thought were just out of reach. As I pondered the curious connection between the lady and the beast, my train of thought was rudely interrupted by his incomprehension muttering. It was a monetary lapse of judgment that led us to dabble in the dark arts, chanting like bored children playing with fire. Why, oh why, did we dare to summon the unknown? Hmm, I thought, so you summoned the beast. It appears you have beckoned forth the forbidden creature, I was surmised. With a reaping voice, he continued, our actions brought forth a mansosity that took hold of my beloved and transformed her into a creature beyond recognition. How could we have foreseen such a outcome? Wow, holy shit, this man just snuffed out his lover. But then, as if by some sort of enchantment, the room around me transformed into a familiar scene. Everything was restored to its mundane state. No crimson droplets, no phantom entities, no other really beings lurking about. Not a single horror of what I had just witnessed remained. As the days passed in a fading haze, my mind began to crave something sweet, something to spark my senses with a burst of flavor. Still, there was no sign abandoned. Where could he have disappeared to, I kept thinking. I found myself descending the stairs to the basement, my heart beating with anticipation. We had ice cream in the freezer. In truth, I did not expect much from this endeavor. But as soon as I set foot in the frigid chamber of my basement, I knew that fate had something in store for me. As I descended the stairs, the air was thick with the energy that seemed to cling to me like a shroud. And then, at the bottom of the stairs, a shape emerged from the shadows. It was the figure that I had seen a few nights back. My heart pounded in my chest. I fled the basement. My feet pounded on the stairs, my breath coming in ragged gasps. But when I turned back to look, there was no trace of the man. No evidence he had ever been there at all. It was as if it had simply vanished into thin air leaving me alone with my fear and my imagination. Was my imagination getting the better of me? Ever since that night, I've been living in a state of fear. The thought of turning off any lights, even supposed safety of my own bed, sends shudders down my spine. Even now and then, 
I must have up the courage to sneak a quick peek down into the forbidden abyss of my basement, and as far as the once familiar haven of my kitchen, I now avoid it like the Black Plague. In a mere 48 hours, my family shall grace me with their humble love once more. And one thing that's certain, as the sun rises in the east, is that we shall bid farewell to this dwelling as soon as they return.